Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Whoa! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen. Tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for another edition of the Jets 2024 offseason roundtable. So for that, we bring back our friend who hasn't been on the show in a while, the editor of the Jet Press, Justin Freed, our good buddy. Justin, thanks for coming back on, man. Like I said, haven't talked in a bit. Good to be able to catch up. It has definitely been too long, Scott, but I appreciate you having me on. Always, always happy to be back. So, Justin, let's start with a postmortem of 2023. We know about the Rodgers injury, but sum everything up for me. Overall, your thoughts on the 2023 Jets season? I mean, you know disappointment i think is the is the one word we can use to describe it uh this, this team entered the year with legitimate super bowl aspirations there was an expectation that this team would not only compete for the playoff spot but make the playoffs and potentially contend for the super bowl and then that went down the drain pretty much four plays into the season uh i think there's a lot of things that they could have done throughout the season of course to you know, counteract the aaron Rodgers injury and still compete uh, but ultimately, they are where they are. You know, their their offensive coaching staff stinks. There's a lot of holes in the offense that the Aaron Rodgers injury exposed. The defense is great, so that's fun. But there's a reason that this this regime, the head coach, the GM, everyone is on the hot seat entering 2024. If they don't contend this year, they're gone. And I think the 2023 season kind of just exposed a lot of the weaknesses with this Jets team that maybe we were overlooking going into the year. Some might have pointed some things out, but. I, I think the Rodgers injury really kind of kind of amplified those those weaknesses. So 
it was a disappointing season, obviously, but here we are, man. That's that's the cycle of being a Jets fan. That's what it is. Justin, you said before that if Salah and Douglas don't win this year, you think they're both gone. Where are you at on the two of them? Would you have cleaned house? Would you have stuck with them for another year? Of course, there's the Rodgers component to this, and we'll get into that in a little bit. What do you think about the general manager and head coach so far? I think they were essentially stuck with them in 2024. Uh, I don't think it would have been smart to to make any, I don't want to say rash decisions, because if you look at their overall record, especially Joe Douglas, it's certainly justified that you'd fire him. But like you said, the Aaron Rodgers component plays a major factor. And I think this regime was tied to Aaron Rodgers because they went out and, and identified him as the quarterback that they wanted. So it's hard. I get, I get the Jets uh, ownership group looking at it and saying, all right, well, Rodgers was hurt. We got to give him at least one year with Aaron Rodgers. I understand that. I think I, I tend to place more blame on Joe Douglas. I think his 2023 offseason was probably the worst that he's had with the team to this point. Uh, it's hard for me to fully blame Robert Sala, given that the best quarterback that he's probably had during his time here is Mike White. It's really hard to judge a head coach on that, especially when he's built such a good defense and he's shown that he can be such a, a talented defensive evaluator and developer of talent. So I put less blame on Robert Sala. I put a lot more on Joe Douglas. Either way, they both have to win in 2024 or else they're both gone. We know the Aaron Rodgers component. We just touched on it before. And what I mean by the Aaron Rodgers component, and I know you know what I'm talking about, is that nothing's going to happen without Aaron Rodgers' seal of approval here. And it seems like he wasn't going to sign off on any major changes. Now, obviously, the big one that everybody was screaming for that will definitely not happen with Aaron Rodgers here is Nathaniel Hackett, who is one of Aaron Rodgers' best friends. He loves Nathaniel Hackett. And so the guy's basically bulletproof here, unless Aaron Rodgers turns on him at some point, which it doesn't seem likely. And you figured he likes Robert Sala and Joe Douglas, so they were going to run it back because of that. Talk a little bit about your thoughts on the amount of power Aaron Rodgers has here. Now, my buddy John Grella, who was three-year communications director for the Tampa Bay Bucks, so he's seen how things like this play out. He talked about how it's unusual for a player to have this much power on a team where he's played a grand total of four snaps going into what would be his second year with the team. However, we know the score here. The Jets have been looking for a franchise quarterback forever. They struck out multiple times in a row. They finally got a guy who we'll see what happens coming back from the injury, but was thought to be bulletproof because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So when you land a guy like that, there's a certain level of cachet that he brings and a certain level of power that he's going to command. We saw it with Brady when he was in Tampa. We saw it with Peyton Manning when he was in Denver. That's just the way it is. It's the cost of doing business. It's the reason why you knew the Jets were going to go out and get Alan Lazard. And it's the reason they hired Nathaniel Hackett. And it's the reason that they signed a guy like Billy Turner. And they went after Dalvin Cook. These are moves that Aaron Rodgers wanted. On the one hand, as I said, you understand it. On the other hand, there's got to be a part of most Jets fans that find it a little uncomfortable, especially considering the track record so far of the people that Aaron Rodgers has pushed for and ultimately gotten in with the New York Jets. Where are you at right now with Rodgers and the level of power he has? Where do you sit on all of it? 
I think I'm ultimately just at peace with it. Like, I understand that this is what you sign up for when you go out and trade for a Hall of Fame quarterback at the very end of his career. Like you said, it's what the Denver Broncos did with Peyton Manning. It's what the Tampa Bay Bucks did with Tom Brady. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles four plays into the season. Uh, now, obviously, you can point to specific transactions and say, well, maybe Rob Gronkowski was a better move than Randall Cobb. Like, you can, you can definitely analyze it that way. But ultimately, this is what you sign up for. And it's unfortunately... And fortunately, I guess, because they do have a Hall of Fame quarterback, but they're unfortunately dealing with the ramifications of that being guys like Randall Cobb, Billy Turner, Alan Lazard, Nathaniel Hackett, Tim Boyle even. Uh, I think ultimately, though, I'm I'm just at peace with it. I don't really have a strong take on it, which maybe isn't the best. I don't know. But I, I just recognize that this is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be as long as Aaron Rodgers is here. I obviously he's not the team owner. He doesn't make every single decision, but you're not making any major decision without him signing off on it first, which you can say he's earned the right to do that because of his hall of fame career. And because the jets essentially treated him like a savior as soon as they traded for him. Like he was, he was the guy, the entire, he was the franchise. So I, I think it's just an inevitable part of acquiring Aaron Rodgers, and jets fans should have realized that. I think a lot of people did realize that. Uh, it just made it worse. Like it, it seemed worse. Like I said before, the issues were amplified when Rodgers went down. They probably wouldn't have been as much under a microscope if Aaron Rodgers was playing. So you just got to hope that whoever he he signs off on this offseason, whichever guys, I mean, if they bring back Randall Cobb, whatever, whatever moves he makes, you got to hope that he's able to overcome those moves and there's, there's, that they're still able to win regardless. As I've said many times, this is the bed that the Jets made for themselves when they made this trade. They understood what came with getting Aaron Rodgers. As the late Hunter S. Thompson used to like to say, buy the ticket, take the ride. This is what you are getting when you deal for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who not only is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but is somebody who has shown that he very much is willing to use the power that he has that comes from being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's the reason why you now know that you've got probably at most a two-year window to compete at a high level with Aaron Rodgers, and you have to make the best of that. That's why when people say the Jets should draft a quarterback at number 10 or move up for a quarterback or whatever it is involving a quarterback in the first round, I even said that if the Jets had the number one pick in the draft, whether you think they should or shouldn't, they were never going to draft a quarterback. They would have traded out of that spot because when they made that trade for Rodgers, that was the pack that they were making. That was the deal that was there. They had decided they felt their team was good enough to go all in over the course of two to three years. Now it's probably going to be two because they lost the year with the Rodgers injury. And so this leads you to what is going to happen in the offseason with free agency and the draft. And we'll get to that in a second. But Ultimately, do you think if the Jets don't at least get to, say, the AFC Championship game with Aaron Rodgers, that they may live to regret this? Because, yeah, they took a shot, but they have this young talent that's eventually going to need to get paid. If they don't hit on their draft picks over the next couple of years, they could be in a very uncomfortable situation. Now, you look at a team like the Rams, they've bounced back quicker than people thought, largely because Matthew Stafford is still playing at a very high level. He's younger than Rodgers, but also because they've managed to hit on significant players in the draft that weren't drafted early on with the picks that they traded away. Puka Nakua stands out as a guy they got in the fifth round. So if the Jets can do that, then it may not matter, but they've got this short window. If they don't at least go to the AFC Championship game, you have to think that on some level, they'll regret making this move, no? 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the goal is to win a championship. That's that They traded for Aaron Rodgers because they thought he was the guy that gave them the best shot to win a championship. Their goal isn't to make the playoffs. Their goal isn't to finish above 500. They want to they win a championship. They want to win a Super Bowl. Now, does that mean that the Aaron Rodgers trade is a failure if they don't in this two-year window? Not necessarily. It's really hard to win a Super Bowl, obviously. The Bills haven't won a Super Bowl. Does that mean that Josh Allen is a failure as a quarterback? No, not necessarily at all. Uh, it's obviously different with Rodgers because he's older and you have a much smaller window, but that's still the point. Like you're, you're still trying to get to that same spot. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the Rams because they're a great point or a great example of how you can kind of rebuild, uh, in the process while you're, you're, cause the Rams were in cap hell. Like they had to completely rebuild their roster. And the reason they were able to do it so well is because they hit on those mid round picks. Guys like Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, Kobe Turner. Like there's so many names. Steve Avila. Uh, there's a lot of guys that they hit on. And unfortunately, we haven't really seen that so much from Joe Douglas outside of that 2022 draft class. There hasn't been there hasn't been that. So I, I you need to see more of that from Joe Douglas. He needs to have a better offseason uh, because not only are they trying to compete now, but they're trying to make sure that after the Aaron Rodgers window is up, because the odds of you winning a Super Bowl with the Aaron, in the Aaron Rodgers window, while you're hoping that you while you're hoping you can do it, it's just really hard. The AFC is loaded. The AFC is stacked. So you want to make sure that you have that back end talent, that young talent that you can develop, because by the time the Rodgers window is over, you're going to have to pay guys like Sauce Gardner, like Brees Hall, like Jermaine Johnson, like whoever, uh, like Garrett Wilson. And if you don't have that young, cheap talent that you've developed behind them, it's going to be really tough to keep everyone together. So ultimately, I think that's what it comes down to. If Even if they don't win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, they don't end up winning a championship. They don't even say they don't even make the AFC championship game. Say the farthest they get is the divisional round, right? Because obviously we can sit here and say, if they don't make the playoffs, it's definitely uh, a bust of a trade like that. That did not work out for the team. But even if they don't get to the AFC championship game, championship game, if they still win with Rodgers, win enough and still set the team up for success beyond Rodgers, then you could maybe look at it as a win because you've shown that this regime can win. But ultimately, it's going to take a lot in the 2024 offseason to get to that point. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Justin, with this win now window comes the responsibility of Joe Douglas to go out and get impact players right away. And we'll get to the draft in a second because, as you said, it's not just the first round pick. They're going to have to make the most of the other picks they have especially the third and two fourth round picks they have. But we'll talk about the draft in a minute. First, I want to talk about free agency. Everybody's talking about the offensive line and the wide receiver position. And obviously that is without a doubt what the Jets have to focus on, both in free agency and the draft. We know that it's got to be offense heavy. On the offensive line, doesn't seem like there's a lot of great talent out there to get in free agency. Tyron Smith is an older guy who's been hurt a lot. The best name is probably Jonah Williams, and even he's not really that good. And you could look at a guy like George Fant, who's been here before, and at least he can start in a pinch. He's not really going to be making anybody's lists of impact offensive linemen, but he's probably better option than what they've got right now. Beyond that, you're not looking at much there, so you probably have to do more in the draft than in free agency. Free agency will be interesting. Because there are a bunch of names that could be free agents. I say could be because it's possible to get tagged. I think T. Higgins probably gets tagged. He may get traded, but I think he's going to get tagged because the Bengals have plenty of cap space and I can't see them wanting to let T. Higgins walk away for free. Michael Pittman, I'd be shocked if he goes anywhere. Mike Evans is interesting because he's vowed to test the market, but he seemed to really enjoy his time in Tampa this year. He's beloved there. And obviously, there's a mutual interest in returning, especially after the year that Tampa had unexpectedly there, getting to the second round of the playoffs. Calvin Ridley's an interesting name to me because he started off slow, like he was shaking off the rust from being out after the suspension, came on strong towards the end. Don't think he's as good as the other guys, but he'd certainly be a significant upgrade for the Jets. And then after that, you've got guys like Curtis Samuel And you've got guys like Tyler Boyd that are lower level, but maybe you gamble on the upside. What do you think here? What should the Jets do in the offseason? And who do you think they're going to target first and foremost? So first with the offensive line, uh, like you said, it's very difficult to upgrade the offensive line in free agency, specifically offensive tackles. I I think that is one of the least likely high-end position groups to ever hit the market. If there's a high-end tackle on the market, that is a very rare situation. Uh, usually it's like what we see this year, a couple of mid-tier starters and then aging injury-prone veterans like a Tyron Smith. Uh, for that reason, I wouldn't be surprised, and I definitely wouldn't be opposed at all, if the Jets wanted to move Elijah Vera Tucker full-time to right tackle. I think that should definitely definitely be on the table. That should be a discussion that the Jets have because it's a lot easier to sign a guard in free agency. I mean, look at someone like a Robert Hunt from the Miami Dolphins because solid young guard, I think he can, he can step in, would be a much cheaper or at least more reliable option than a guy like Tyron Smith or even like David Bakhtiari, assuming that the Packers do move on from him because – it sounds like they're going to. Obviously, Bakhtiari is the connection to Rodgers, so we're going to hear a ton about that. But 
much like Tyron Smith, you have just significant injury concerns there. So I would not be opposed at all if they wanted to move Vera Tucker to right tackle and then try and add a guard in free agency, because I think you're much more likely to be able to find a quality guard in free agency for a real, relatively affordable price than a tackle. Uh, as far as wide receiver is concerned, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we're looking at a lot of the guys like the Devontae Adams, the Mike Evans, the the... Uh, I mean, T Higgins, I mean, a lot of these guys probably aren't going to be available. Michael Pittman Jr., like like you said, I don't think Michael Pittman's going anywhere. Mike Evans, he loves playing in Tampa. It sounds like he's open to an extension, but I don't know how much the Bucks want him back. I don't know if they're going to be able to, to find a deal that, or a price that works for both sides. Uh, I think I would still put money on him going back, but there's a chance he hits the market. Higgins, it seems like he's going to be tagged. And whether he's traded or not after that, I don't know, but... And even if he doesn't get tagged, even if he doesn't get tagged, that is going to be a lot of money for a guy who had a down year in 2023. I feel like I'm not as high on T. Higgins as most just because he's a 25-year-old receiver with, I believe, multiple 1,000-yard seasons under his belt. He is going to get, get like top five wide receiver money potentially in the open market. I don't know if I want the Jets doing that. As much as we want the Jets to be all in in this two-year window, I don't think that would be a very smart contract. Calvin Ridley is someone I'd be a little bit more interested in just because I think his price tag would be a little bit less. He's already 29, which is kind of crazy to say. Uh, but I think that even though, even if he's not quite as good as T Higgins and he's definitely not as good as, as Mike Evans is, even at this stage, I think he's still a, a, a high end number two at worst and definitely an upgrade over what they currently have. Uh, and if not, then you just go the draft route. But obviously they need to make moves. They need to find ways to address the wide receiver position because they cannot go into next year with Alan Lazard, in my opinion, as anything higher than wide receiver four. Where are you at with the draft right now? It's tough. Uh, I think the obvious pick is obviously offensive tackle. If one of the top two tackles, obviously a lot can change. It's it's late mid to late January right now. There's a lot that could happen before the draft. But as it stands right now, most people, most you know, the consensus is that Joe Alt and Olu Fashanu are the top two tackles. And if one of them are on the board at 10, it's going to be pretty hard to justify not taking one of those guys. Uh, there's a few other options out there, of course, guys like Amarius Mims, uh, Talis Fuaga, I believe is how you pronounce his name, the Oregon State tackle. Uh, there's a few other options, J.C. Latham. But I think with those two top tack, those top two tackles, if they're on the board, you're probably running to you know running that that uh, that card in that draft card in. But it also depends on what the Jets do before that, because if they don't make any big wide receiver moves in the offseason and say the biggest move that they make is signing like. I don't know, Curtis Samuel, then wide receiver is probably a bigger need. But if they go out and they, they, they sign uh, T Higgins or they, 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 you know, sign Calvin Ridley or even, I mean, I'm a big Kendrick Bourne fan. I'm not sure he'd be the, the high profile addition you want to make, but if they do make a high profile addition before the draft, then wide receiver isn't as big of a need. But if they don't, then you could look at a guy like a Roma Dunze or, or whoever else might be available. It won't be a Marvin Harrison, but whoever is available at 10 that they think is is valuable. But either way, it needs to be offense. They cannot do another move like what they did with Will McDonald. Uh, I was not a fan of that pick at the time. I made that very clear, and I think it's aged pretty poorly for the Jets. It can still work out, obviously, if he becomes a great player, but that's just not – you're not drafting for the future in, in this draft. You have to be drafting players that can contribute now, especially in round one. It has to be someone on the offensive side of the, offensive side of the ball that can contribute immediately and help you contend in 2024. Justin, you're the editor of the Jet Press, so you take a lot of submissions in written form. And here's a question that I've been thinking about to ask you for a while. I remember when Mark Merrow, who's a pro wrestler who used to wrestle for WWF, was hurt. He was out for a really long time. 
he started writing a column for a wrestling website while he was out with his thoughts on the business. And I remember the show Living Single with Queen Latifah. They did an episode where Bobby Bonilla during the baseball strike started writing a sports column for Queen Latifah's character's magazine, Flavor. So I, I was wondering if you got a call from the New York Jets and they said, Justin, we're going to let you have anybody in the organization, whether it's a coach, a scout, a player, somebody in the front office, anybody, and they will write a column for you once a week, giving their thoughts on football, on the Jets. Now, obviously, there's limits to this. They're not going to give away trade secrets or anything like that. Who do you think would be the most interesting person that you could get to write for you? If you could hire anybody from that orbit, who would it be? That is a great question, Scott. Oh, man. My mind immediately went to Michael Carter, who's no longer with the team. I think he'd write a killer column. I think it'd just be hilarious. Uh, But I might go the opposite end of the spectrum and just go go with Michael Clemens. I don't know what kind of writer Michael Clemens would be, but I know that whatever he would write would be impactful. He would get right to the point. He'd be very blunt about what he's saying. And I think also just having a weekly Michael Col- uh, Michael Clemens column on the Jet Press website would be something that people would want to read. I feel like he's a very mysterious guy and people would want to hear his thoughts on the Jets, hear his thoughts on life in general. So I'll say Michael Clemens, but if Michael Carter was still on the, on the Jets you know, give a good little, little shout out to Michael Carter because I think he'd be pretty entertaining too. Well, I will say this, Justin. If you did hire Michael Clemens to write a column for you, you better hope those columns are good because I would not want to be you if you had to turn around and then try to fire him. That's true. Yeah, I I don't know how much uh, of a boss I'd be able to be to Michael Clemens. I feel like he would just <laughs> overpower me verbally and obviously physically. Uh, so yeah, hopefully he's good. But I, I trust, I, I, I have faith. I have faith that Michael Clemens would be good as a writer because yeah, he's a pretty good football player. So I, I bet he could do this too. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Freed, my buddy, who is the editor over at the Jet Press. Thanks so much for coming on and participating in this year's offseason roundtable. Really appreciate it. Make sure to check out everything that Justin is doing over at the Jet Press and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com. Plus, make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.